All right, guys, do you lean into your purpose or run from it? We're going to talk about it. Get a charge from Pastor Brian Bill from Edgewood Baptist Church this morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ken and Deb. Yep, thanks for being here. Yeah, Yeah. you're welcome. Appreciate you coming in and giving us this great charge this morning. So, yeah, so here, here's what's been percolating. Yeah. I've been preaching through the book of Genesis, and I've been going very slowly through the, I mean, the second chapter now. And I knew that a message was coming up on Adam, and that Adam was called to live on mission, that he was put in the garden, he was given a place, a purpose, he used to work and care for the garden, he was given permission, you could eat all this stuff. He's given a prohibition, but not from this one tree, and then punishment. Mm-hmm. And my mind went to a story, a true story. My wife and I owned a Honda Odyssey for about 13 years, and we loved that Odyssey. We Mm -hmm. put 260,000 miles on it. Our girls were kind of raised Mm -hmm. in that van, and we just ran it into the ground. It Mm -hmm. started leaking fluid, so we got rid of it. So two and a half years ago, we bought an entry-level 2016 basic trim Honda Pilot. It Mm -hmm. only had 35,000 miles on it. Uh, but we downgraded. We went from heated leather seats to cloth seats. It doesn't even have an outdoor temperature gauge on the dash. We never know how cold it is outside. We're fortunate it has it had, does have a radio, so we can listen to WDLM. Oh, that's good. Right? All right. Well, it's okay then. Even with the antenna, how's this for a plug? You can listen to Moody Radio on your app, right? If that's you right. Yeah. That's true. So one big issue with the pilot has been how low the driver's seat is. We just thought it was stationary, so we just dealt with it, but we were frustrated by it. We'd often complain about it because we felt like we couldn't even see over the dash. The seat was so low. You're a low rider. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So for 50,000 miles, which correlates to about 1,000 driving hours, we just thought that's the way it was. Uh Well, a couple months ago, we were driving home from a long trip to New York, and we're making our way around Chicago on I-80. I'm starting to get very sleepy, so I broke out the Twizzlers, and <laughs> I'm slapping my face, you know, I'm, I'm stretching, that, yeah. and I dropped my arms to my side, and I felt a lever, and I started pulling up on the lever, and my seat kept going up. And it went up so high that I had to adjust the mirrors. And I'm like, wow, I felt more awake and very stupid. <laughs> so my perspective totally changed when I was raised up. And that reminded me this past summer, I spoke to the men of Edgewood from 1 Corinthians 16. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. And so we called those five mandates for men. I printed out little man cards, and we put on there, wake up, stand up, man up, grow up, and love up. Mm. Well, I want to add one more. It's time for men on mission to rise up. Mm-hmm. Too many men today are living as spiritual slackers. We're just slouching in our seats, shrinking back. We've just settled like us, just the way it is. I can't do anything about it. Men. We need to reclaim biblical masculinity and live on mission as we minister his purposes where he has placed us. Earlier this month, I read in 1 Samuel chapter 10 in my daily Bible reading, it goes like this, verse 26, men of valor, that caught my attention, Mm -hmm. I want to be a man of valor, whose hearts God had touched. Valor means strength and moral courage. The very next verse, there's a contrast. It speaks of worthless fellows. Hmm. So men of valor 
or a worthless fellow. Mm -hmm. That speaks to wickedness, which leads to worthlessness. Mm. Guys, I'm calling us as men to be men of valor whose hearts are touched by God, not worthless fellows who live just for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Last week, I watched a video clip. It was a short clip, but it, it really was jarring. It showed a man at a restaurant with his girlfriend or his wife when a robber came in with a gun. And the guy came into the restaurant. The guy who was sitting at the table with this woman got up and ran away during the robbery, leaving this woman sitting Mm -hmm. there all by herself. Wow. And after the robber left, the woman got up, she looked around, and you could see her on camera go outside on the sidewalk and kind of put her hands up in the air and look around like, where is my man? Hmm. She was left all alone. Unfortunately, that's a picture of how men often abandon women when they experience a crisis pregnancy. Hmm. So instead of being men of valor whose hearts are touched by God— Many men today are fleeing out of fear, allowing the thief to steal, to kill, and to destroy life. Mm-hmm. This past weekend, I understand you had Trish on yesterday yes, yeah. from mm-hmm. Pregnancy Resources. Um, Edgewood, along with thousands of other churches, uh, we celebrated the sanctity of life as we marked the infamous 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. And I've preached on protecting the preborn every January for over 25 years. I'll continue to do so. Uh, But usually the focus has been on women. But this time, I called men to stand up and speak for life. Now, here's a command from God, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I've set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your, listen for this, and your offspring may live. Mm -hmm. Now, certainly, abortion has become a hot-button political issue, but I submit at its core, it's a moral and justice issue because innocent lives are being snuffed out. Men, this is not just a women's issue. Men have the responsibility to speak for those who can't speak for themselves. Our job is to exercise great care over our offspring and to protect the preborn. Proverbs 31, 8 and 9 compels us to speak on behalf of preborn babies. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. Man, we can't just sit back and do nothing. We must stand up to do so- and do something. It's good for us to be reminded of the statistics because these numbers represent real people made in the image of God. Newly released figures show that one-fifth of the preborn in the United States were aborted in 2020. That's 20%, which comes out to about 1 million babies. And sadly, over 63 million babies have been aborted since 1973. In exact breakdowns, difficult to determine because... of all terminations no longer take place in abortion clinics, but now are the result of the abortion pill uh, often taken at home. And that's becoming less regulated and more available. Edgewood member Ken White serves as the Men's Services Coordinator at Pregnancy Resources. And recently I asked him about the influence, influence of men. This is what he said. The new mom gets advice from everywhere and seemingly everyone. 
from family members, from friends, from coworkers, even from strangers. The number one influencer of the mom is the father of the baby, because over 70% of the time, the dad is the first to hear the news from the new mom. They are very influential in the baby decision process. This confirms a 2021 CareNet study, which states the father has the most influence on that decision, far outweighing the influence of medical professionals and the woman's mother. When men say something like this to the woman, I'm good with whatever you decide, guys, that's a cop-out. That makes her feel very alone and abandoned. The best thing you can say is something like this, I'm with you in this, I don't want you to go through this alone. We created life, and now let's protect this life. Mm-hmm. Men of valor. Let's be convictional and not compromise, but let's also be compassionate and caring. Don't waver. Don't waffle. Don't wander. Don't settle. Don't slouch in your seat. Don't slide spiritually. Don't flee in fear. It's time for men to speak up for the little, the least, and the lost. Time for us to wake up, to stand up, to man up, to grow up, to love up, and rise up, O oh men of God. A man on mission is all about ministry, and men of valor must value every life. In a recent CareNet study about men who were involved in an abortion, more than half were attending church at least once a month, yet only 5% sought advice from anyone in their church. That makes me sad, because I long for our churches to be a place of grace for both men and women who are looking for help, looking for wisdom, and also looking for healing and hope. If you've participated in an abortion, please know this is not the unforgivable sin. Forgiveness and freedom are available through Jesus Christ. And Pregnancy Resources offers groups for both men and women. And so if you or someone you know is in a crisis, would you please visit qcpregnancy.org? Mm-hmm. Great so message. Good. It is. Sure is. And definitely, I, you know, I agree wholeheartedly that, guys, you know, we need to step up and um, we need to be the leaders yeah. in our families um, and ask forgiveness for when right. we failed to do that exactly. um, and ask for God's help to do that. So definitely appreciate yeah, I it, I hope Brian. this encourages guys to step up. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, appreciate you're welcome. It.